Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hi everyone, just a quick favor to ask before we get going. Our podcast has gone from strength to strength lately, but we'd like to find out how we can improve. We've put together a short survey and we would love to get your feedback. Anyone who takes the time to give their feedback will be entered into competitions where they can win prizes such as smartphones, cameras and drones. So please visit irishtechnews.ie forward slash podcast dash feedback. That's irishtechnews.ie forward slash podcast dash feedback. Fill out the survey and to be in with a chance of winning one of those great prizes. Thanks for your time, and now back to the podcast. Hi, welcome to the Irish Techniques Podcast. Today I'm talking with David Callagher, the co-founder of Outman. How are you doing, David? Very good, thanks, Ronan. Now, tell us a bit about your background so we know who, who you are. Sure, so, um, well, one year ago, um, uh, I uh, co-founded uh, Outman, uh, which we'll get into. Um, previous to that, or I, I started my career um in Canada, actually, I uh, went there after after graduating university. Um, started working in in investment banking, um, and quickly moved into a uh, consultancy company that uh, called uh, Third Core Venture Expansion Partners. Um, very small business. We used to work with uh, venture backed uh, tech startups, yeah. helping them to. Uh, essentially optimize all aspects of their sales, sales operations, uh, to ensure that they had the right kind of uh, foundations in the business for growth. Um, Did that for for five years, um, got some really, really good uh, experience and and, uh, exposure and and different elements of learning within it. Um, Moved back to Ireland and started working with a, a new startup at that time called Jobio. So I was the head of revenue in Jobio then for for the for the five years after that uh, until last uh, until last March. And then, then you, you felt you had you had to grow to start your business. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was I was always on the on the sales side of things, right? So I always and, and I, I really like working with, uh, with startups. Yeah. Um, so, um, but obviously, look, when you're in sales and you're you're part of a growing business, it, it's great. Uh, but ultimately, the the real winners are the uh, you know successful business like that are the are the founders of the business uh, and the, the the people who own it, right? So, um, so yeah, I wanted to get out and kind of make my own mistakes, um, and I wanted to, uh, I suppose, try and reap some of the some of the rewards that that you get with uh, with growing a, a successful business. Yes, I know, know Jobio have done, have done a great what they're doing. I know a while ago they used to do some work with us on Irish Tech News, so they were like, I mean, was working with them, you got experience of, of, of an Irish startup rather than when you were based in Canada. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, I was always, um, like, one of the, one of the, well, one of the reasons why I left Canada was that I, I wanted to get into something that uh, I could really see, see, uh, um, you know, see into the future with, or, or sorry, mm-hmm. or see, say, it, get a long-term position right so um yeah so so was very eager to get into a kind of a, a an irish startup yeah. um and yeah look there's a lot of similarities though between you know you get an irish an irish startup and a, and a canadian one like you know a lot of the a lot of the um 
skills that you bring with you, a lot of the challenges, a lot of the um, things that you face on a daily basis are pretty much the same. Yeah. Now, getting back to, to Outman, what does it actually do? So, we provide outsourced finance and admin services primarily to SMBs. Yeah. Um, we deliver those mainly through a platform that we've developed, uh, but also in combination with our you know team of accountants and bookkeepers. So the services range for or we provide everything from you know bookkeeping, uh, payroll, handle all, all our clients' compliance, yeah. uh, even from you know things like company registration uh, right up to providing you know all of their financial reporting on a daily basis. So we give real time management accounts, real time business KPIs. Uh, and real time so financial insights into their into their uh, into their own business that you know a lot of which they they wouldn't have ever had before um, so we're combining all of their bookkeeping their accounting software uh, and we provide their accountant as well so all of our clients get a dedicated admin accountant yeah um, so it's essentially kind of a one-stop shop for all your finance and admin needs and how did how did uh, it start so um, a number of things, I suppose, came together. Like um, one of our founders, Ross Hunt, um, he years ago he developed an ERP system for a, a company that he was working with that provided real-time management accounts and, and KPIs. Um, and I suppose knew some of the things that we were doing are possible, but was kind of waiting for somebody else to do it, and, and nobody did it. Right. Yeah. So I suppose that in between. Um, just some of the frustrations that we've seen throughout our careers with uh, the finance and admin side of of, uh, of a small business yeah. and the difficulties that people have with managing them, the cost involved, the time and you know the time required, uh, and then you know when you think about actually what people get out of their finance function. So a lot of it's just actually compliance, right? So you know they they pay for accountants, they pay for software, they pay bookkeepers, and you know inevitably it's. Um, you know, a lot of the founders' time is, is, is or senior management's time is spent on this, but really all they're getting is, you know, compliance with uh, with the revenue, paying their taxes and, and that kind of thing. They're not actually getting, uh, they're not getting things that can um, benefit the business, uh, like a like like reporting and, and being able to make better decisions based on what you're seeing, whether it be trends or whatever, through, um, uh, through your data. And it's done via AI as well. Yeah, so it's a like there's a combination of AI and, and humans, right? So um, we we don't think that there's uh, that AI by itself will fix the challenges that people have, uh, while also um, you know humans and, and more accountants aren't aren't going to solve the problem either. And I guess also to make sure that the AI does the mundane and boring tasks that we we humans are doing. Exactly. Well, like you know, if you think about you know the the, the cost of of of, uh, of employing people to do this, um, the time it takes them, the mistakes and human error that that's made, um, you know, the accuracy of the data. Um, so there's a whole bunch of reasons why you know there's, there's there's a need for more AI in the in the finance function within within businesses and and you know I suppose our focus is is very much on the on the SMB market. So um, you know, these are the things that that small businesses just don't have available to them. And also, I guess, say for example, the government brings in new rules or regulation and changes certain tax tax plans. The AI yeah. would unlikely be able to uh, put that in. Whereas, with a human, they might know that or mightn't be able, mightn't do it right away. Yeah, well, like 
again, that it's it's really down to a combination of the of the human and the AI, right? So you've got a you know you've got a human, uh, or we've elements in the system say that you know we can we can edit the tax bands, we can yeah. um, customize in the back end for um, you know for for whatever changes we see, and, and I suppose you know we, from day one we've built the system to scale globally, right? So. Um, yes, accounting standards are somewhat similar across different territories, but there are differences uh, to things like, you know, for example, even VAT, for example, uh, sales tax. Yeah. So um, the system is built in such a way that we can cater for differences um, and changes, um, but, you know, it, it's really, really small um, uh, edits or changes that are need, need to be made to the system to be able to, to cater for it. Yeah, but I'm just getting the fact that basically a human person might mightn't actually spot this, whereas the AI will because they know this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, look, it, uh, like there's obviously huge benefits there to, to having AI being, you know, uh, uh, detecting different uh, anomalies and 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 uh, errors and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess, I guess in the, the pandemic might help you in a better way to be able to do what you're doing. Yeah, well, it was interesting because we uh, like. I suppose last March um, is when we started developing the platform. So um, we actually started the business during the pandemic. Um, so we've been, you know, 100% remote from day one. Um, you know, we've done everything from build the platform, launch it, um, you know, get our uh, customers on board, um, grow the team um, and everything else through, like all done remotely. I suppose as well, you know, people are now looking for more, um, say, virtual solutions, and, and they're not necessarily, um, you know, begin to realize that, you know, their accountant doesn't need to be down the road. You know, they can be in a, in a different county or a yeah. different town throughout the country. And it's, uh, you know, and, and um, so that's made it easier for people to maybe, maybe who would have had a more traditional way of thinking. Um, you know, to come around to the to the uh, the idea that yeah, well, my accountant can be in Cork and, and my ba- business based in Dublin. That's not a, that's not an issue. Um, yeah. So so yeah. And also, it's impressive to, to get some big name clients during the pandemic. Is pretty good when you just start off. That's pretty impressive as well. Yeah. Well, I suppose look, it comes down to uh, a number of things. Like number one, there's there's definitely a gap in the market for what we're doing. Yeah. You talk to like I spent the. Um, um, obviously, we we'd done a lot of research and, and we'd spoken to a lot of people uh, before we before we started the business. Um, but you know, while the platform's been developed and, and I was and, and I was doing this full time, you know, spoke to literally hundreds of um, small business owners. And um, you know, when you I suppose get down to the their experience and and their um, <clears throat> the issues, challenges, and everything else that they that they see or that they experience in running the finance side of the business, it, it's it's very obvious that there's a there's a problem there. Um, so yeah, like it's it's been great to be able to to get some big name clients on board uh, thus far, but um, you know there's a whole bunch of reasons uh, for that. Um, yeah, but it's, it's it's still to think about it, think about it. You're starting a business during a pandemic, which is one thing. One thing is tough. But to be able to do that and, and get the big clients, that shows you anyone else who's thinking of doing what you're doing now in the pandemic, it, it can be done. No, it absolutely can be done. Um, you know, and, and, and even like we haven't, like to date, we haven't spent any money on marketing. 
Um, all of our business has grown through through referrals through our customers um, referring us to people that they know. And there's even you know even people that aren't customers in the system are are referring us into um, into into people they know. So, um, but yeah, like, look, it, it absolutely can be done. Uh, in some ways, it's it's more difficult. Like we, um, you know, pre pre pandemic, like we had, a, I had an idea around how we would go and out and acquire customers, and you know, out maybe attending events, yeah. which I thought was going to be a big, a big driver and and a, and, a, and a nice way for us to get in front of a you know a, a large. Um, cohort of potential customers and obviously all those things have gone out the window so uh we had to definitely had to adjust and, and kind of rethink how we would do it but um uh but yeah look it certainly can be done and and it's uh you know the answer is not necessarily just going out and, and trying to um you know spend loads of money on google adwords or digital marketing like it can be done through um you know if, if you've got a good uh couple of good brainstorming sessions um you can figure out ways to to do it yeah i earlier today i did a podcast with a guy called joe who runs a company called trip clip and their idea his idea was a little clip that you can put on any chair when you're traveling that can hold your mobile phone or your tablet so you, you, you can yeah. do things and he started off and he launched it in 20 in 2019 and his first client was ryanair second client was erlingus then the pandemic hit yeah so unlike you, he was for pandemic and but lucky enough his clients have said we still want to use you because we know that it's gonna be over soon and we'll come back. And he's had the resilience and the smarts like yourself to think I can do it. No anything is possible. The pandemic is just a it's just a way of me to pivot how I do things. So he pivots slightly in what he's doing and he, he, he's he, he's gonna do well. He'd be like you, he's gonna be selling worldwide. Yeah, like look, there's there's a, there's lots of different ways to go about everything, right? So, um, I think that we were probably lucky enough in the nature of the services that we were looking to provide uh, to our customers that you know it didn't really matter um, if we if we couldn't uh, or if, if if the pandemic was around or not. Um, so there's a bit of luck in that as well. And also, I guess your experience because you worked for Jobia and worked in the past with VCs in Canada. They knew there was someone you could trust. Yeah, like um, um, yeah, to to an extent. Um, so yeah, like look, we've all done. Uh, we've all got. I'm probably the least experienced person on the team, actually. So um, you know, we've all had um, some minor successes in our careers before. Um, we all have been part of of businesses right from the beginning uh, and and built quite successful businesses. So. Uh, you know, we, we kind of um, maybe if we were trying to do this at the at the very beginning of our career, it might have been a, l- a lot different. Yeah. Um, but you know, with every crisis, as I say, there's an opportunity, and um, so we kind of try to use it to our advantage as much as possible. And even you can see that through, say, um, you know, the way like right now we're adding accountants to our team, and yeah. and. Um, you know, we're trying to capitalize on a bit of geographic arbitrage. So, um, we've just hired an, a, you know, an accountant uh, from in Limerick, and we're we think think that we can um, we can get people who don't maybe want to live in the city anymore, or don't want to commute to the city anymore, and, and are happy to live outside of Dublin. Uh, so we can get higher quality accountants, maybe for for you know not Dublin rates. So, uh, and and that's um, that's obviously a, a benefit for for us. 
it's a good thing for our clients as well because they're getting a higher quality of account and a higher quality of service. Um, so, uh, yeah, little things like that that I suppose that, that we can kind of um, use for our advantage. And also, well, you've now got the fact that broadband speeds have, have improved so much over the years. Like, if this was done 10 years ago, it would be harder, harder to do than it is now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, yeah, again, we speak to people all over, all over the country. I've got clients all over the country. Um, but, yeah, you're right. If, if this was done 10 or 15 years ago, it would have been much more difficult. Yeah, because I can imagine then technology wasn't there. And right now, a lot of stuff that people do now, they probably have a map that they, they, they can log in for to work with, whereas in the past, you have to go into a website and then that can be clunky and, and cloud isn't what it is now. Exactly. Like it's um, um, obviously we're uh, uh, you know it's a um, fully cloud based solution. Uh, the app is there; it's really easy. Um, so it, it actually, and, and even the way the way that the tech is today, um, and this is down to I suppose um, kudos to our our, our tech team. But yeah. you know, the, the non financial or non technical, I should say. Um, user, uh, you know, can be uh, can be an admin client and, and use a completely cloud based accounting solution. Um, it's probably down to the fact a little bit as well that like the, the most that our clients have to do is upload their documents to the platform, right? So, so they don't have to enter any data; they literally drag and drop um, their invoices, receipts, that type of thing. Up to the up into their admin accounts, and then from there we do everything. So we do all the data inputting and processing. So um, it's not a scary platform like some financial platforms will be. It's very much designed for a non-financial business owner um, in mind. So I guess if you if you have the app on your phone, you just get your phone, take a photograph of an invoice, and it's click send. Exactly. Yeah. So and then between the AI and um, one of our team on the other end, um, all of those transactions get recorded in, in real time and uh, into the in, into the accounts. Because I imagine in the past when you're dealing with, the, with an accountant, you'd meet them at certain times of the year, sometimes having the ones to get things done. This can be done all the time. So you don't just set one specific date, one specific day or time to, to do this. Uh, no, it, it's just done, it's all day, every day. Yeah. Right, yeah. so... Um, yeah, and, and I suppose in the past as well, you see what you've needed to have is, um, you know, probably an accounting software. Then you have like might have like a, a um, an app for your expenses. You then might have a bookkeeper. You then have an accountant, and then you know a couple other platforms. Say so, you've actually got you know um, there's a lot of different things there trying to give you the ultimate you know the like your your financial data yeah. right. Um, so. With admin, it's it's all provided in the one place, um, which makes it much easier, quicker, um, and cheaper, actually. And I guess it gives you what you need and doesn't give you things you don't need. Yeah, it gives you what you need. Um, like, ultimately, what, what our clients really want is, is um, real-time visibility on their financial data. Yeah. And then they also want, I suppose, like, we're providing all the things that a traditional accountant will do, right, uh, or will provide, um, plus giving them the real-time financial data um, at a lower cost, um, you know, in a, in a much more efficient way. Yeah, in a way, it's like, so, it's like now if you go to a GP doctor, you can now see them via an app, uh, like a doc app, 
and see themselves in person. It's doing that kind of thing that you can end time in place anywhere. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's kind of like, and you can see this in, 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 in society in lots of different platforms and tools and apps. Um, you know, if you think about what you know, Revolut's done um, in the in in the banking space, or uh, Deliveroo, or um, you know, there's a whole bunch of them that where people just want the um, you know things in their hands simply yeah. um, right now. Um, and then I suppose <clears throat> the way that we when it, when it, like with that in mind, um, you know, when you talk about like the TikTok generation or we, 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 we refer internally to the TikTok generation, you know, the, the next wave of, of business owners, yeah. you know, they're not going to, or we don't think that they will um, be happy with, say, the month-end cycle that typically is in accounting, right? Yeah. So they'll want their financial data right there, uh, right now, um, at all times. So suppose we're, we're half building this with the next generation in mind. We obviously think that, you know, and, and a lot of our, all, all our customers today are, 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 are business owners that are probably not in the TikTok generation, but yeah. we do feel that this is, this is a, this is a, um, accounting solution for the next generation as much as I can. We get you at the crossroads of that and you're, and you're letting your current customers know that we weren't going to change, but we're going to be moving slowly towards this. I want you to come along with us in the journey. Exactly, exactly. Well, there's look, there's there's there's, there's benefits to all of our clients today yeah. uh, versus what they were using yesterday. Um, so you know, there's no business, small business owner that doesn't want to know uh, or doesn't want to get better visibility on their own financial data. There's no uh, business owner today that doesn't want to save money when it comes to their finance and admin needs yeah. uh, or finance and admin spend. There's no business owner that doesn't want to save time that they can, you know, that they can reallocate to either building their product or making sales or, you know, running their business. So um, they're just some of the things that I suppose that, and some of the reasons why people are buying into what we're doing. And I guess because it's done remotely as well, right now during the pandemic, you don't have to worry about when you can see your accountant. No, exactly. Well. <clears throat> So we don't restrict. Um, we don't restrict the, the like or like people can talk to their accountant whenever they want. Yeah. Uh, so there's no cap on the time they can they can do it and and yeah like I suppose what what used to be maybe reserved for an hour meeting um, can be done now within ten minutes over you know over Zoom or or even through chat or um, you know a number of different mechanisms that can give people a really quick answer to a quick question that they have. Because yeah, I, um, yeah, I remember in, years ago, my old job when I was working in, in an office, my boss would actually uh, would have a time arranged certain time of the month of the year to go to his accountant, and he yeah. was based in Marion Square, and the accountant was based out near near Tala. So you have to go out there and drive out there and do all this and plan in advance and everything else. Nowadays, mm-hmm. what you do now that can be done anywhere; it doesn't have to to travel involved, and it means that if you want to do want a query answer that same day, you can do that. Yeah, you're talking about a, a you know a half a, a half a day uh, there with yeah. with uh, you know with your with your friend like um, yeah like these are a lot of times um, you know the <clears throat> the questions that that our that our clients will have you know are not massively complex right they're, they're small things and they can be answered in ten minutes yeah um, so they don't like just not making them wait for those answers is um, um, 
is a big change to what they've been previously used to. Yeah, I can I can imagine that for years, you, before the, before there was a computer, people were were used to doing it by uh, on a book, and then it became yeah. computerized, and then after computers, we finally got into the cloud scenario, and now you're getting AI involved. So it's slowly evolving, but evolving for, evolving for good. Exactly. Yeah, it's not going backwards. I can remember years ago in the UK, the first computers were I think were Lions Tea Houses, and that was done to do do their accounts on HR. And everyone was thinking, <laughs> yeah. well, that was back in probably forties, fifties, and that that those days the computer will be in a big huge room. And you're thinking, yeah. that was the first computer, and you look at it, oh yeah, I can imagine it was doing something that we don't want to do, and then slowly it evolved, and that that big room now is a small room, and now the big room is now basically uh, your phone can do all that. <laughs> yeah, on your phone. Yeah, it's scary seeing that, but. It just shows over the years how things have progressed. And as we've gone through that, we've gone through a change every, every 10 or so years. It's like basically when you have an Intel where Moore's Law, every 18 months, chip, chip size uh, gets more powerful and smaller. Same thing with this. You can see technology getting smaller and smaller and evolving like that. And it's great to see that it's doing that. Yeah, well, like, look, the, the, the way that... Um you know, the way that we ultimately see accounting going is, is more like a utility that a business just accesses, yeah. right? Um, you know, the over, or traditionally, uh, the accounting industry has resisted, you know, standardization and optimization. Yeah. Um, accountants do a lot of non-standard work, you know, charge high margins, it takes a long time. Um, and ultimately, you know, the lack of standardization blocks solutions such as Outmin, which are trying to make it more like a utility. And that's where, that's where, you know, I, th- I think the biggest change is going to come. So, um, you know, right now we are um, a lot more cost effective than traditional solutions for um, or based on the, the for a similar type service. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, we don't think that the price of this is going to go up. We think that it's it's just going to be more um, more easily accessed uh, for for all businesses. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe. Maybe the price will change if you if you got a if you've got a large business using this price will be different than a small business, but overall, an yeah. average price will be exact same. Yeah, like look, our, our so like the admin packages start at ninety nine euro a month, and yeah. and clients get everything that we offer. Right, um, obviously that goes up as the for the bigger the business. So they're like that's really targeted at like early stage startups, um, but. Yeah, but the, the, the pricing does scale, right? So, uh, but the model that we have, like a lot of this, the bits that we can automate, we actually don't, charge, so we charge on a per transaction basis but without getting into in, into yeah. it too much, right? But, but uh, so the bigger the business, the more transactions that they'll have, yeah. right? But for the transactions that we can automate, we actually don't charge for those transactions. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but it, it, it you know, nearly the bigger the business, the more cost effective it becomes because they might have huge transactions, they might have big finance teams, they might have very complex or what they think are really complex uh, processes. Um, but actually, when you know we sit down and, and we discuss them with them, we can inevitably figure out that we can you know automate a large percentage of them, and then we just worry about the things that we can't automate, and they're the things that we charge. For. Yeah, and that's when the human comes in. So in other words, they can be reassured knowing. That what we can't automate is the stuff that you need the humans to keep in mind to make sure there's no mistakes made. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what are your future plans for this? You obviously you plan to to grow globally. I, I I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. So we've already got um, 
clients um, using us in the UK. Uh, we've got um, uh, we're also talking to a number of organisations in in Canada. So they'll be the next two territories that we're that we're going going to go to. Um, but ultimately, yeah, like the new the US will be be after that. But um, it's not it's not um, it's not on the immediate horizon. Um, yeah. But yeah, but like, look, we, we see that there's a there's a big opportunity uh, for SMBs globally, um, uh, not just in Ireland, obviously. So um, you know, getting out to those uh, say bigger markets is 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 where kind of a lot of our focus is currently. And I guess you want to make sure that you don't scale too quickly as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, like ultimately, like. The, the demand for this has been has been quite high actually and um like you know even today trying to we're trying to onboard lots of customers and um that's one of the i suppose one of the challenges that we that we do have so yeah but you're right like you can't go too fast like at the end of the day we are we are you know essentially an accounting firm right so um we can't be can't be um or it's not like a traditional software company where you can just kind of turn it on and companies get download and they might be able to start using it tomorrow it's a bit more there's a bit bit more to it than that so we just need to make sure that we're um uh that we're always delivering a, a high level of a high standard of service to to our clients and and um ultimately like we designed the platform say last march but yeah. since we've since we started onboarding customers in october it's our clients that are designing the system, and they're designing, they're, they're dictating what the what the roadmap is, and, and uh, you know, I suppose coming to us with, okay, well, can you do this, or here's how I'd like to see that, uh, and and all that feedback is being used to build the platform. So we don't want to, we don't, we don't necessarily want 500 customers today, um, yeah. because you know the thing had fall down. So what we're what we're doing is is growing organically. Um, Getting more people on using the platform, getting their feedback, and then iterating based on that feedback. We know that if we can solve the problems that exist for, um, even for the customers that we have today, if we can, if we can, um, if we can continue to solve those problems, well, then there's going to be thousands, if not millions, of other businesses that will have the the have the same challenges and issues. So, um, you know, there's plenty of potential there when when we are ready to capitalize on it. That's good to hear, and uh, I, I guess basically, if you're each customer is going to be customized, so each client is going to have a different set of tools because they want different things from the product. Which which one way is good is customizable that way. Yeah, yeah. They they look. They all have, have slightly different requirements, but the the platform is built to cater for all those. Yeah. Um. So, like we have, um, like for example, um. The hospitality industry is not necessarily one that we thought that we would be would be working with uh, within the first couple of years of, of launching. But actually, now we've got you know we've got five or six um, hospitality clients on the platform. Um, so we do find when we go to say or when somebody inevitably comes to us um, with specific or you know with specific issues or challenges or or a setup that they think they need um, within whatever whatever industry that is, and you know. We might think that at the beginning, okay, well, that's not really an area that we that we can can add value or, or help. But inevitably, the issues and challenges are the same, and, and accounting can be overcomplicated in some in a lot of cases. So um, we haven't come across a situation yet where 
we haven't been able to to uh, to work with a client and, and solve the challenges that they're facing. Yeah. And uh, I guess basically I think we've covered quite a bit on today's podcast and it's good to hear of somebody that's using modern technology and, and seeing an opportunity in, in, the, in the pandemic and, and taking it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're um, you know, we're delighted with how it's uh, how it's gone so far. Um, and look, as we you know, ultimately, we're trying to make it easier for people to to set up businesses and to try to give them a higher likelihood of, of being successful in business by removing some of the barriers to to entry for entrepreneurs. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're we're absolutely looking forward to supporting more people getting out and starting businesses and and, and hopefully um, uh, succeeding in into the future in a, in a post-pandemic world. Yeah, and I guess basically, David, I can see in five years' time, other people will be doing what you're doing will enter into your sphere. Because you've been in for five plus years, you've got the edge. We know that there's going to be competition, yeah, but we there's nobody doing what we're doing in the way that we're doing it today. So, um, yeah, we uh, look, we know that there's, um, uh, if we're successful, that there will be competition, of yeah. course. Um, but, you know, we're hoping that the first mover advantage uh, stands to us in the long term. Because you've got competition in the area, it shows you're doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, so I'm sure we will We will see more and more people trying to do this. Um, we know that people have tried to do it in the past and people within the accounting industry. Um, it just so happens though that we've got the, the technical capability as well as the accounting knowledge. So that's... I suppose the big difference between us and, and other people that have tried to do this. Yeah, I guess they've come into it from a business head and not a tech head, and they haven't seen how a tech sees it, whereas you've seen both. Exactly. And also exactly. because you, you work as you, you work in in funding, you work for like a job, you you work in uh, finance and tech company. You actually know how it works in that area as well, which is a good thing to have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we have a yeah. We look between the the founding team and 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 uh, and the rest of the uh, our employees. Like we've got a, a pretty wide um, uh, level of experience and knowledge in in the different areas that we know we need to tap into to build a, a successful business. Well, um, yeah, I, I guess on that that note, I'll, I think we've covered quite a bit, and I'll say thanks so much for that great chat. Good looking future, David. And uh, I, I look forward to, to hearing more of your story in the future. And I know you're going you're gonna to do pretty well. Thanks very much, Ronan. Uh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.